Hello, I'm Paul Gilbert and welcome to Strategic Leadership. This channel focuses on issues of strategy and leadership that really try to help any organization become its very best self. Um, if you have a product, a service, a constituency, a customer base that you are serving, public, private sector, nonprofit, doesn't matter, and it's important and you are doing good work, then you need to think about how to be most effective. And that's where these organizational issues come in. So today we're gonna to be talking a little bit about mission and strategic planning and how these two things fit together. Let's start with Simon Sinek. Simon is a well-known speaker. He does TED Talks and YouTubes, and he has a very famous one. It's one of the most popular TED Talks out there called The Golden Circle. And in this, he has three concentric circles. The outer circle is what? The next circle in is how? And the inner circle is why? Simon Sinek makes the point that people do not buy what you do. They buy why you do it. And he gives examples of Martin Luther King Jr., the Wright Brothers, and Apple Computers as all companies that led with the why and as a result were tremendously successful in their, in their efforts. And he says most people, if you ask them, they can tell you exactly what they do. Um, it might be their job title or a little bit about what their, their duties are. If you ask them how they do it, some people can tell you and some people can't. But if you ask them why they do what they do, it really stumps a lot of people. But yet, the why question is the motivating factor that is deeply rooted in us all that drives our decision-making. So if you can get the why right, everything else falls into place. And that why question is your mission statement. So let's talk about what the role of a mission statement is in an organization. It's kind of interesting because, you know, it's one of those things you might see on a plaque on the wall, but not really think about too much. Mission statement is very important because it drives all the other decisions and it aligns everything within the organization if it's done well. One of the ways I've seen it be most important is it helps people within an organization know when to say yes, know when to say no. So we all have only so much time, energy, money, what have you, all, all the resources out there. There are only so much of it. And so you need to use it effectively where it's important and not when it's not important. So if someone comes to you with a proposal that sounds just fantastic, it sounds like a very worthy project, you need to ask yourself, does that fit with our mission? And if it does, then you are 100% all in. And if it doesn't, even if it's a great plan and someone needs to do it, if it's not your mission, you're best passing it. Because if you just take everything that sounds sort of interesting, you wind up with mission creep going in all kinds of directions. And you get very diluted in the process. If you use this effectively, it can help you focus. And we'll talk a little bit later about focus and why that is so, so important. 
Mission statements also communicate to everyone in the organization so that they're all moving in the same direction. Without a clear sense of mission, you can very easily have well-intentioned people in your organization working at completely cross-purposes because they don't clearly understand what the mission is because it hasn't been clearly articulated. So it's a very important thing to get right. Let's look at some examples. Here is a mission statement from the police department in Phoenix. Their mission says, to ensure safety and security for each person in our community. What do you think of that? Does that answer the why? I think it does. I think it's, it really directly relates to safety and security. And they don't bother telling you exactly how they're going to do it. That's, remember, we're not talking about the how or the what. We're talking about the why. That's the important part of the mission statement. Here's another one. This is from Park and Recreation Department in Denver, Colorado. Their mission is, as stewards of Denver's legacy, the Department of Park and Recreation is dedicated to customer satisfaction, enhancing lives by providing innovative programs, safe, beautiful, and sustainable places. Is that addressing the why question? I think it is. I also think it's a little wordy. One of the most challenging things to do is to develop a mission statement, usually because it's not one person writing it. It's a, it's a team, and having a committee or a team edit a document is a complete nightmare almost every time. And it's very hard to get very clean and concise wording when you have too many editors in the process. So I think uh, Denver Park and Recreation did a good job of developing a mission statement that really does address their why question. And it's just a little bit wordy, which many mission statements are. Let's look at a third example. This is Municipal Services Department, the city of Lowell, Arkansas. The mission of the Municipal Services Department evolves around responsibilities of planning, providing, and maintaining the city's facilities and recreational activities. What do you think about that? Is that addressing how or is that addressing why? I think it's very clearly missing the mark a little bit on the why. Um, they're talking about planning, maintenance. Those are all great, but those are those are to-do tasks. They are not why they are important. So we all know a laundry list of things that we do, and it's very tempting to start listing the laundry list of activities and mistake that for mission. The activities you're doing today have nothing to do with your mission. They are just a list of activities. The mission is the why, why you're doing it. So as we start to transition from a clearly defined mission to strategic planning, we need to start thinking about focus and why focus is one of the most powerful factors in the world. So years ago, I read a ski magazine that had an article about what to do if you're going down the mountain. So, so come with me here on this trip. You're, you're flying down the mountain, snow's flying every which way. You have a sheer cliff on your right. You have a drop-off on your left that just goes straight down. 
You have a tree, another tree, a big rock. There are obstacles everywhere. What do you do? Well, the advice was, there's no problem with the situation. The only issue is focus. All you need is about two feet of perfect snow. And so look forward, find that spot, and put all your focus right there. Because if you focus on the rock, you'll hit the rock. If you focus on the cliff, you're going over the cliff. If you put all your focus towards that one spot that will send you forward in a great way, you don't even need to worry about how you're going to get there. You simply focus on where you want to go and everything else will fall into place and you'll wind up hitting that spot exactly. And it's all about focus. It's not about what your legs are doing or your arms are doing, your body's doing. It's about where your eyes are and where your mind is. And that's pretty profound because in life, it works that way. If you focus on something, you will go there. We've all had the experience of riding a bicycle and looking off to the side. Well, if you do anything more than the most casual glance to the side, your bike will veer in that direction. You go where your focus is. And that is the fundamental truth of strategic planning and why we do it. So we're basically doing the same thing that you're doing as you're skiing down that mountain or riding that bicycle, but we're doing it with an organization and a mission. So let's talk a little bit how, how we get that done. The most important part of a strategic plan, after you know what your mission is, is to develop your vision statement. Again, this seems a little fuzzy, but it's really important. So you figure out the timeline of your strategic plan. If it's three or five years, five years seems to be the standard out there. And what you want to do is write a little statement for what your organization will be like, will be accomplishing, will be viewed as five years from now. Put it in the first person. Say it's January 1 or whatever date you pick and pick the date five years from now. And what's going on? What is your organization known for? What are you accomplishing? What does your staff feel like and what do they like? What are your constituents or customers and how do they view your role in the community and the marketplace? Think about that and paint the very best picture you can because it's like the focus thing. You will go where your focus is. So make your focus good and you will achieve that. So you paint this picture of the future and then you step back and you start figuring out what are some transformational steps that will move us in that direction. And I want to reemphasize the word transformational. You will do a million and one things in five years. Most of those things are not strategic and won't really move you forward. They are just taking care of the needs of today. The needs of today always need to be taken care of. But unless you do planning and develop this strategic vision, you will spend all your time doing today's tasks and none of your time thinking about where you could be in the future. And five years will come and go and you won't have achieved nearly as much. So the reason we do this plan is to develop then the steps that will take us from 
where we are today with a realistic assessment of what's going on and pick some of the things that will move us forward in important ways. A transformational step is something that really moves the organization. Maybe it adds more resources so you can do things. Maybe it's a new sort of product line or program area that you decided you want to go into and you've decided that this is the time to do it. These are things that are big and that will move the organization. And when you take those steps, it's kind of like walking up a steep hill. If you take five steps up a steep hill, all of a sudden your view is a lot different and you can see much more than you could before. So with each of these transformational steps, you're then at a new place where you can assess what the next step should be. So you, you line up these steps, they'll be a lot more specific in the near term, in the next two years. And they'll be a little fuzzier in the out years. And that's absolutely okay because you will be able to see them much clearer in a couple of years. So part of what you do is you update your plan as you go forward. And the other thing you do is you make your transformational steps very measurable. So decide what metrics you're going to use to define success. So if you say you're going to do five of this kind of thing and you do seven of those things, you've succeeded. You say you're going to do five and you do three, you haven't succeeded. This will drive your performance to achieve these measurables. And by achieving the measurables, you're going to be moving yourself along. The other very interesting thing about having measurable goals and achieving them is that it builds momentum throughout the organization. It's kind of like a good pool player who can call out what ball will go in what pocket. Well, if they are then able to make that happen, everyone's impressed. And they believe that the next time they step up, they will achieve their goal. So defining what you're going to call success, achieving those things, highlighting those achievements to everyone in your team builds momentum and confidence moving forward that will build more momentum behind the direction you're going. This is setting up a dynamic that will achieve amazing things. One of the challenges in, in this strategic planning process is moving past the day-to-day -day issues. Sort of made a little reference to it before, but it really is one of the biggest challenges. We all are busy. We all have a million things to do this week. And it's very easy to get lost in the near term. There's a great saying that there's a difference between the urgent and the important. And the urgent are the, the things that have to get done this week. The important are the strategic things that will move you in a new direction. It's very important not to shortchange the strategic or the urgent. If you need to put off a few calls, a few emails, a few meetings that you have to attend, figure out how to do that and carve out a little time to think strategically and work on those goals that will move you forward in a substantial way. Because if you don't do that, you're basically in a loop that's kind of like Groundhog Day. And many people live their lives without thinking about and working on how to move forward in a good direction. 
And time comes and goes, and the reality is much the same from one day, one year to the next. This is about how to take control of your organization, your life, your time, and move it in a, in a positive direction. And it has huge potentials. So you're going to track your goals. You're going to figure out what are the vital signs of success and measure those. And in the end, the governance board is the, the piece of the organization that needs to adopt the strategic plan and own it. And that's going to be very important. But if it's just developed by the governance board, that won't work. It has to be developed by the staff and embraced by both the staff and the board in order to be successful. If, if, you, if any of those are out of line, if it's developed by the staff and the board doesn't buy into it, or if it's developed by the board and the staff doesn't buy into it, it will completely fail. So you have to build buy-in at every level. And that's why strategic planning processes, the successful ones, involve everyone. It's vitally important. It would be so much easier to just sit down and write a strategic plan and hand it over and say, okay, let's do this. But that's not the way things work for implementation. You, you get everyone's buy-in. Then once you develop it, you take that strategic plan, you integrate it into your budget because a budget is essentially a one-year plan. So you absolutely have to have the budget incorporating all the elements from your strategic plan, all the transformational steps you said you were going to do. You take individuals that are working in your organization, you give each one of them specific goals and objectives that they will accomplish that feed directly into the strategic plan. Because if you allow your staff just to do the daily stuff, then the strategic stuff never gets done. If you can carve out a certain amount of time, it's 5, 10, 15% that you're going to spend on achieving strategic goals, then you will absolutely move forward in a fast and profound way and make the world a better place. And if you fail to do that and stay stuck in doing the day-to-day, -day, you will never move forward. So strategic plans are so important and can move an organization in important ways. But it all starts with having a vision, a mission statement that gets back to Simon Sinek and his golden circle with the why question in the middle. You answer that first, and then from that, you build out the how. The how is that strategic plan of how you're going to take that mission and implement it into the world. And the end result will be the what. And the end result will be fantastic if you have a clear mission and a clear plan forward. So this is a very short introduction to the ideas of mission and strategic planning. We could talk about this for hours and hours, and there's so many layers and details and ways to go about doing all these steps. But this is an introduction and an important first step. I hope you like this program today. And if you did, please like, subscribe, comment, Doing all those things helps other people find this content, and this content hopefully could be helpful to them as well. So thank you for joining me today in talking about 
mission and strategic planning. I wish you all the best in your venture and your strategic vision. Thank you so much. I appreciate your support of this channel.